All right, Veronica, this is it. This is the episode. They have gone more than 10 episodes of listening to our voice. We are ready to ascend people to level two. That means we can really start fucking with their lives. Oh, so the pyramid scheme is still a go. Yeah, well, the cult. Same thing. personality. Yes. Of magnetic podcast personality. Well, welcome to level two, everyone. We're all going to be so rich. Oh my gosh, it was recording? Hi, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Hey, we are a totally benign, mostly journal that we say out loud for the benefit of ourselves and not for any listening audience or evil scheme. Hi. Hi. Hey, everyone. I'm Veronica. I'm Sam. And we're... Co-cats. We are co-cats. That is our relationship. We had to do an affidavit of domestic partnership for a legal form today. Yes. And I wrote our relationship as co-cats on that, which is important because it has to do with legal stuff. That's correct. Um, so in our real lives, we're we are co-cats. Co-cats. And we're recording this on what might be a historic day, the 30th of August of 2016. If the radio signals that they got from the star, this time they're really thinking that it might be extraterrestrial stuff. Please don't believe me, I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, okay. So SETI, which is this group of giant things that is looking for a signal, right? Something strange up in the heavens. They're saying this is not a trail of something 79 light years away. Had like a really specific um, repeated thing that they think might be a constructed message. Who's they? Sam. SETI. The, the, the government organization that looks for these programs. Interesting. Is, is SETI a division of NASA? If I get it wrong and it's a, not government, but just hobbyist thing, I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> uh, the light of the cameras that we shine here, I sometimes forget facts. This has happened on the show before. <laughs> so please forgive my ignorance, fellow space fans. But if August 30th is no big deal date, then cool, just rush out and pass that. But if it's a historic date, we happen to be podcatting on it. I just thought we should mention it. <laughs> This is the day. And I bet you in this other um, extraterrestrial plane that is sending a signal to us, uh-huh. I'm not, it would be very exciting. I'm just yeah. I'm just joking here. We're going to figure out that it's just two people who are co-cats. Who are just yeah, that, that's exactly it. Like, <laughs> are we just listening to someone's old podcast journal? <laughs> just... I'd be into it either way. Day nine, podcasts Podcasts are dumb. Also, they invented nuclear weapons. I'm going to go have some dinner. Ah, we're all dead. That's what we got. Oh, no, it was a Salisbury steak one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I totally threw you off of any rhythm that you had planned going in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just starting a wild card, yeah. I, yeah, all right. Well, thank you for that. I really didn't have very much planned for this. Sam and I have... We are taking the same class this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking, or I'm sorry, not this year, but this semester. We are both taking historical geology, mm-hmm. and it's real boring. <laughs> I'm having the hardest time getting engaged in this class, and I am not the type of person that has. I don't know. I don't. I don't fall off the ledge on on things. I really commit to things Mm -hmm. really you know delve in deep and i'm like even if it's a subject i don't necessarily care about all i care about is getting an a so Mm. and you're usually pretty engaged in whatever it is yeah even if it's outside of your your bandwagon you're happy to expand your horizons yeah i mean history for instance yeah oh man i thought you were saying yeah great subject yeah history is awesome no i love it okay can't care about it gotcha 
I like documentaries, though. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. I wish that there were more classes about documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, I think my geology class would be fine in a normal semester, but I happen to have two classes that I really care about and love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hard for them to, to for me to manage my time with these two other classes I could just spend all my time in. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm taking another sociology elective, so I really enjoy that a lot. Mm-hmm. So that has been fun for me. But yeah, this science class is really kicking my ass. And I am sadly recognizing so many terms that I learned, I believe, in the eighth grade. So I don't know. I feel like I should be learning something new. But again, it is like just the first week or the second week. So Mm -hmm. it is supposed to be very review. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we are kind of in a bit of a shocked phase of just getting back into the rhythm of it. It's just so much time. Really busy. Yeah. And I took off the summer, which I didn't plan to do. I had planned to take at least one class every summer semester, but I did not kind of had to reprioritize with some of the needs of the kids and things like that. So they were just really wanting some extra time with me. So just didn't do that plus you had surgery uh-huh. so there was just no feasible way that we could do classes during the summer and i normally do a lot around the house but for the first month I yeah could not even think to do things you know what i mean like i just wasn't present <laughs> it makes me i wonder have we talked about you coming out of anesthesia oh and <laughs> talking to that nurse no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so I've talked about it a lot recently. I'm not sure if I talked about it here. I don't think so, though. Well, okay. And I'm sorry if we're repeating some information. This is going to happen over the life of CoCat because or po- of podcast. I think we're going to nail it 100% first. Yeah. Time. We're not even going to use the same verbs. Huh? Verbs. We won't repeat them. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm kidding. From this moment on, nary a word. Stop it. So Sam, if you don't know, had a labrum. Is it labrum or labral? Labrum tear. Or uh, I had a uh, labral tear and a capillary kind of corrected. Yeah. So his shoulder was all fucked up. And, um, And so he had surgery to repair this tear. And apparently when you are a young person you are not supposed to get this kind of tear um through just everyday life which sam got um through a job and whatnot but yeah most people that get the surgery are really old Mm -hmm. everyone in the waiting room that i was sitting with was very old and i'm a physical therapy every time yeah it's it's either very athletic people who are my age which i am not in that demographic or it's very older uh really really older people and uh, there's not very many athletic people i just they stick out to me when they are because they are they're not old less than 60 <laughs> so anyways sam gets his surgery and what's so cute is when the nurse finally puts in this little um oh it's like a christmas it's about the size of a christmas ornament bulb and they it's filled with drugs and oh numbing pe- I think medication. Was the best. <laughs> it was insane. I think it was my friend. I loved it. <laughs> so before the surgery, they inserted it into his shoulder and he was like, oh, I don't feel anything. And then, um, and then like, okay, well, we're just going to let him sit here with this for a little bit and you, got, you can keep him company and all of this. 
I am in no mood because I just had the worst flight of my life, like six six hours before that. And uh, and so, anyways, I'm sitting there trying to keep it keep him company and kind of keep him chill. And he was like, Veronica, I can't move my arm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Do you want me to prove it to you? No. Look, I'm trying and I can't even. And it was the funniest thing, but I was just like, shut it down, Sam. No one gives a shit. I I remember saying, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't know how to think of how to move my arm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very profound thing in that moment. But what was very funny, I, I mean, we're talking about it like it's silly or whatever, but you were, I think, legitimately scared that you were not going to get that feeling back in your arm because the look on your face was just kind of like awe, but also terrified. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, that's not where the story was going. When he comes out of anesthesia, the nurse comes to get me and she's like, he is just a talkative young man. And I'm like, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, in his, even though he says that he's not a very athletic person, Sam used to hike like all the time. Yeah. And his nurse, well, I guess you should tell the story. Tell us how you remember this story. I don't remember how I figured out that my nurse liked the hike, though. Maybe I was just probing her for what she likes to do or anything like that. Just making conversation, probably. And uh, it came out that she had spent some time near some mountains that I climbed, like King's Peak in Utah and Tipanogos and stuff like that. And I've been all up all over those mountains. I love them. Um, and I was just like, oh, do you hike? Are you are you good in that door? She's like, yeah, I haven't. I, I do. I used to camp hike. I haven't in a really long time. But I, I love to and I have been kind of in that area. And I was just putting my hand on Veronica's shoulder right now and looking into her eyes like I looked at that nurse. And I said, you can't give up on hiking. You have to. <laughs> To find some time at some point to go do it. I know it's hard. I know we're busy, but it's so important that you don't give up on hiking. <laughs> and then he goes into how important it is for her to go to Utah and hike. <laughs> I don't and know then why. I don't Sam... like Utah. I really hate it. <laughs> and then Sam became the poster child for visitutah.com or something. <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. And I know how much he dislikes Utah. And I was just like, what is happening? But I walk in and he's just, you got to get out to Utah. Just any mountain that you climb there is going to be the best experience of your life of her life sam (laughs) i don't know it was fun but ridiculous yeah so that was sam coming out from anesthesia yeah but everyone just if you can hear the sound of my voice i would impress upon you that you don't give up on hiking and you climb to the top of the nearest mountain sam let's schedule a hike i would really like that yeah our kids have our, the kids have really been um, like asking to go camping, so we should consider bringing a laptop to podcast during camping. <laughs> the top of a mountain, yeah, campfire podcast. Yeah. It'll be Sam having a great time and me being <laughs> severely upset with everything that's happened to me in the last hour. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> Okay, so let's get back to our list, which I think we you know totally I, derailed from in we the can, first You can place. cut this if you want. <laughs> but you know what I should have said after you said, at least Sam be very pleased with himself and me be very um, upset with everything that happened in the last hour. I should have been like, Fee, don't talk about our sex life on this show. <laughs> <laughs>
That's funny. You can keep worth, that in. Worth circling back. <laughs> I don't know, know about mean. that. No. <laughs> um, okay. So one of the main reasons that we are podcasting tonight, in addition to being overwhelmed with the amount of geology reading that I've done is because there are these girls outside of the fucking house. I think they might be tweens. They might be teens, but they keep on walking around. They're like, oh my God, I would never. Uh." (laughs) And like, it's just the most irritating thing. And that particular phrase has happened no less than six times and it is the most distracting thing and i'm like you would never what what would you not do also why do you have to say it so loud like we have a considerable amount of distance between houses yeah the house and the street yeah but it just feels like they're screaming it at the window you know veronica i have not heard this even a single time so i think that you might be haunted by a tween you have the shitty ghost here. of a tween. The ghost of a tween. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't even know a tween movie for which to make <laughs> a reference. So. Alright. Well. well, anyways, it was. It has been very annoying. And all I've wanted to say over and over is, I would never. Ah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Alright, what do you want to hit next? <laughs> well, what I want to hit is sack of onions. <laughs> is this just going to be a Loopy Sam episode? <laughs> sure. The title of this episode is, listen, listen to me, you gotta hike, okay? <laughs> you gotta hike, take a sack of onions, sack because of onions. there might be somebody else out there. <laughs> so it's my first day back to school, and you don't understand what this means in every summer semester. I would be like really loopy and I'd be like, Veronica, I signed up for classes and I registered for them and it's going to be great and I'm going to go back to school and I know that you think that I'm just still recovering from surgery and I can't do school, but it's actually going to be really awesome because I've thought it through and it's going to be great. And that would happen almost daily and she'd be like, Sam, you probably cannot do school right now, but you should consider doing it in the future. You just don't really seem like you're all the way there and I worry that, um, oh, I'm going to just mute this and we're just not even going to worry about it. Keep going. It's fine. So I just like, I had to be just tooth and nail. I just really wanted to do school all summer. And it was never a good idea for me to do it. Because I was, as, as it's going to be very evident by all the stories tonight. Pause. Yeah. When I had to talk you off of the ledge several uh-huh. times this summer, did you think that I did not have your best interest at heart at some no, point? No, I didn't. No, I, I did. mean, I, it's fine. I want to know if you thought like, what is, what's her, what's her, what's her goddamn game? <laughs> I, I, mean, I guess the only time I was like that, or maybe a little, was I was just like, look, I know I can't take classes in summer one, but in three days from now, I'm going to feel great and take summer two. <laughs> okay. So I guess I thought along those lines a lot, but three days would go by and I'd just be worse. Because yes. these got a lot worse than before they got any better, which everybody told me, but whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I really wanted to go to school all summer. I had a spring semester and it was great. Um, I, I really had a fantastic time. So I'm so excited for fall semester. I signed up for classes, really busy. Um, packed this gorgeous lunch for me to eat at work. At, what I mean, was in this lunch? Oh my gosh. Okay, so we had just been traveling because we went to my sister's wedding and we stopped at Red Robin on the way back to the house. Oh, this fucking Red Robin. That Red Robin was the worst Red Robin. And Red, we'll we love Red Robin. That. Okay, Red Robin we will more. circle back to that. But you got a to-go burger 
as recompense for the nope. monstrosity that they gave you. Yes. And so we had a hole to go untouched, perfect angel singing for her. And they actually made it right because the manager was, was on their asses by, by the time they'd messed up this many times. So we had this perfect burger that to go. I had that in my lunch. I had a sandwich that I made in my lunch. I had a bag of probably Cheetos in my lunch. What else did I have in my lunch? Uh, two oranges. Two oranges in my lunch. This is real. Didn't you have also, you were really into a goat cheese and something. Chicken. Oh, that's right. A goat cheese and chicken sandwich. Okay, and that's a goat cheese chicken. It's a lot of food. I would have like left half of it for the lunch the next day. But the important thing is I was getting to the fridge at work, getting back work. And getting a, a goddamn spectacular meal. So I put the sack um, somewhere. I uh, get ready for school, put the bag in my backpack. Go to go to well, work. Well, no, this is not a great depiction. I wasn't even there, and I can give a better All right, visual of this. So we have a kitchen island, and upon this kitchen island is a sack of onions that we have bought because we use onions. Sam sets his lunch that's also in a Walmart sack because he will not buy a fucking lunchbox <laughs> right beside said onions, and so. We have two sacks that look exactly alike. One containing a beautiful lunch. The other is just a sack of onions. So I take the beautiful lunch and had a great lunch and that's the end of the story. That's not it. Give it to him. So I get to work and I've been thinking about it all day and I open up my backpack and there's a bit of a tactile kind of thing that's assaulting my senses. Like I feel it in my (laughs) eyes and everything like that. And I'm like, just, oh, that's weird. And then I pull out my sack, and it's a lot heavier than it should be, and lumpier, and it's just a sack filled with goddamn onions. <laughs> I didn't have any food. <laughs> that was my first day back at school. But you were just at work. I was devastated. <laughs> Still have hurts to think about. Like, the only building that's between my building and Sam's building is City Hall. Uh-huh. So he texts me. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You have to listen to this listener. <laughs> and he texts me and he's like, the worst has happened. <laughs> You, you are on record as saying that you love me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. I just wish I could have been there. <laughs> How many times do we have a Red Robin burger in a lunch? That's the holy grail of lunches. And I had to throw it out because it was just out on the stupid counter all day. It's bullshit. So he texts me because he had he had come into the bathroom and proclaimed what an excellent lunch she had packed for himself earlier that morning. And I was like, cool, great, whatever. 
Because I never fucking pack my lunch because I'm an asshole that can't get her shit together. And um, (laughs) so he sends me a text. It's like, I packed a sack of onions. (laughs) And I'm dying because all I want to do is screenshot this and put it on Twitter. Uh (laughs) I'm like, does Twitter know? And he's like, yes. (laughs) So... Yeah. So tell the rest of the story, please. What's the rest of the story? Of how you tried to dispose of the onions. Oh my god, this is not my day. I should we should talk about the weekend for context of how tired we were. We'll we'll wrap around. We'll wrap around to it. Okay, we're gonna hear about the killer weekend, but just know that we were just walking zombies. We I, were walking zombies. I was eventually just brute forcing, just <laughs> moving around and pushing things over to be productive because there's nothing else that I could think of to do. I couldn't do any tasks more complicated. But anyways, I'm at work and I um, had thrown the onions away in a rage and then I need to go in back. In a what? In a rage. Oh, a rage. Okay. And I need to go back and take a picture of the sack of onions for Twitter because people can't believe how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> so I'm trying to show people that I'm an idiot. And I'm going to the break room to get lunch, and there's a very important meeting happening in the conference room that's like connected to the break room, but is slightly separated, so they can't see me, but they can absolutely hear every goddamn noise or thought that you make in that break room. So I go into that break room where they're having that critical meeting, and I knock over the trash can, and it's got this big plastic lid that just clangs and clatters over the ground, and I just walk out to the building and go home. <laughs> I don't talk to anyone. I don't give any explanation. I don't say that I'm okay, that no one was hurt. I just leave and do not look back. And that was the end of my work day because I just couldn't do things anymore. (sighs) That was a good day. Yeah. Uh, For me anyways. Yeah. Actually, no, it wasn't. I was really tired. Yeah, very tired. So what had happened was that Sam's sister decided to get married. And we wanted to be there for her wedding day. And so we left home on Friday after work and we drove to Dallas. Dallas is like two hours from Mm -hmm. here. And we stayed at a hotel that's just right outside of the airport. It was raining the entire time that we were driving. So it was very frustrating Uh, the clouds were very super scary and I was making ominous tweets the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) That hotel in Dallas, the bed was made out of rocks and the room could not get dark. No matter what you did, like there was just light from everywhere Mm -hmm. that was just so, oh my, I did not sleep that night. (laughs) Yeah, it was not great. And, um, not to mention Eden snores a lot. So poor baby. Uh, So both of the children are with us and we wake up uh, on Saturday at 3 a.m. to go and catch our very early flight to California. We get there and I, and I always get to the airport always two hours early. Like I want to be through security and then have two additional hours sitting at the gate because I am terrified of missing my flight terrified so we always get to the to the airport very early and i always have a lot of security to go through i mean it's just always it's always a big pain in my ass not this time we were literally through security in like three minutes yeah 
So we were there exceptionally early. There were like as many TSA agents as there were people getting through the TSA agents. Yeah, it was not great. And so then we waited and waited and got on our flight and went to California. We arrive in California at like 8 a.m. their time maybe or something something like that. that. It was ridiculous. And then from that moment, we are in wedding mode. So we're getting ready and all of this stuff. And then we go to this Mormon temple, which I had accidentally thought was a prison because of the high <laughs> walls around it. No one will fault you for making no. that mistake. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, wow, that's those are really pretty gates for a prison. <laughs> it was really crazy. But um, we get there, and then Sam and I, because we're not temple-worthy, we do not get to go inside of the temple to watch this wedding, but we get to stay outside on the grounds. And so we stayed outside on the grounds for like an hour and a half, and the kids were playing Pokemon Go, and it was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Pictures, then reception. Yeah, oh yeah, and then there was like an hour of picture-taking. Then we went back to... Your sister's, I guess, in-laws house at Uh, that point. And they had this reception there. But it took a long time to get the reception going. Yeah, quite a while. Yeah. So we were there for a long time. And and then we just, we did not sleep. And then... Yeah, nope, not at all. So we went from Oakland at like 7 or or 8 o'clock at night. We were, oh, so at 7 o'clock, our ride from Oakland to San Jose was going to take us. Yeah. But then we all get in the car and she realizes that her husband left like an hour ago with her keys. keys. And her house is 45 minutes away from where we're at. And he'd just been coming back for like five minutes. (coughs) So it's going to be another hour. Yeah. Yeah. So then we finally get to her house in San Jose at like eight o'clock. Uh-huh. And we're fucking tired. Just done. Yeah. And it was just ridiculous. Ever, it felt like it just was never ending to get people situated, like mm-hmm. from arriving in the house. Arriving in the house was like it, the bottom of the hill. It sounds like everything's over then. Everything just has to start because there are screaming children from like everyone's families everywhere. Yeah, and to just 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 to dislodge them from every part of the process was hard. <laughs> just every logistical thing was a nightmare. So that and was tough. Our kids were freaking t- exhausted. Yeah, everyone really wanted to sleep. They were so tired. And our kids are super well behaved. And so for us, we were just like, okay, we're done and we're going to sleep. And everyone was asleep. The kids were asleep in a matter of minutes after we put them in their sleeping bags. But this is like a two or three story house. And yeah. we are hearing the tromping of feet over and over. And like, we're not mad because, I mean, they're human beings, uh-huh. but we're just so tired. Yeah. And so, long story short, Sam goes up and, like, yells at everyone and comes <laughs> back down. I go up and say, we are all starting school soon, and it is extremely important to everyone that starting a school goes well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, you good know for you I mean. for being that coherent, because all I wanted to do is just go up and spank everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. I fell asleep pretty quickly after Sam went and shushed everybody. I again did not sleep. <laughs> no. And then, of course, the alarm goes off at what time? 3 a.m. <laughs> yep. So 3 a.m. And then Sam's dad has to drive us from San Jose to San Francisco mm-hmm. to the airport. And then we take the long ass flight home. And then we go to Red Robin. 
Yeah. This Red Robin. This Red Robin. Every Red Robin we go to is just such a delight. It's really tasty. We love it. This one was a nightmare. I am convinced that this Red Robin was just an old Golden Corral that they switched signs on. Because I've never been in an, in a Red Robin that looked like that. Yeah. Ever. It looked very different. It didn't have like decorations covering every square inch mm-hmm. like Red Robins. And they, did, they didn't look like... Um, poppy like the normal ones yeah the ones that were were like weird and old yeah it and it kind of smelled like a nursing home yeah Uh uh-huh which is just sad yeah so in any event i order a hamburger which i don't even like hamburgers yeah and so like i'm a very i would like my hamburger well done and our waiter keeps like yelling and talking over us when we're um when we're ordering, and it made me so mad. I was just like, please stop yelling at us. We, yeah. We don't want you to yell. I've got to get the campfire sauce, and I never remember what that is, uh, but I really love it. And I, I like. I always have to play a little bit of 20 questions with the waiter to get to and Usually that's fine. But in this case, he was so put out and just like condescending and mean to me. About, yeah. Um, stuff like that. And then he was just, um, just very awful to everyone else. Yeah. Like I was intensely bad. Yeah. It was crazy. Like so, openly antagonistic. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of like rooting against you and just like taking pleasure in how fucked up the situation is getting. And then it's you know, someone who's really yeah. feeding on it. And then it, I, I get to this point where I'm just like, I'm fucking done and I've had enough. And like, it takes a little bit for me to reach this point of, I no longer care that we are strangers. I really am going to just put you in your place right now. Mm -hmm. And so I like feel when you go to a restaurant and you don't make like a specific request, you don't ask that person if they have any specific requests, like, you know, just order the hamburger the way that it is, you know? And so I order this hamburger the way that it is. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, well, do you want that with all with the lettuce, tomatoes and onions? Yeah. He goes, okay, well, do you want to substitute any of the sauces And every on step it? you're saying, I would like it the way that it comes, the way that it is right here. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept on interrupting you to say the next thing. And then he's like, what kind of cheese do you want on it? And then that's when I'd had it. And I would, I slammed my hand down. I was like, I want the hamburger exactly as it is described in this description. And I point to the hamburger. And he says, okay, do you want it medium or well done? And I say, well done. At this point, I'm done. I've had it. I cannot take it anymore. I guess in his defense, he might have thought that you were complimenting his service by just saying, well done on everything you've done. <laughs> You're looking at me with some of the rage in your heart. <laughs> Making a goof for the audience. <laughs> I have nothing but disdain for this entire story. <laughs> yeah. It is a story that just makes you tired to even retell it. For he sure. brings me this hamburger and it's goddamn bloody as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I've already taken a bite of it and I'm like, uh, I'm grossed out. I can't eat it. And so I'm just like, I'm not going to eat this hamburger. It's just whatever. And Sam's like, no, you should get the hamburger that you want, you know? And I was like, you're fucking right. I am paying for this. And so I'm like, hey, this is super bloody. And I said, well done. And he gives me the... <sighs> Mm-hmm. And I'm just, at this point, all I want to do is gouge out his eyes. That's mm-hmm. all I can think. And he's like, okay. So then he takes it and then the manager brings it back. He's like, I'm so sorry that happened, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, whatever. 
And then I just say, can we get it to go? Because everyone else has finished their meal. And, you know, what's the point? So <laughs> I'm so outraged by the entire situation. Eden and I have to go to the restroom. We go to the restroom and there were already these kids that were bouncing around on seats when we were waiting to be seated. And these same punk ass children are in the bathroom. They're in the same stall together and they are talking and making gross sounds. And I'm just like, oh, what is wrong with everyone's children? And so I walk out of the bathroom and washing my hands and these two girls come out. Both of them I know because I hear it pee and they come out of the same stall they come out of the same stall so they both took turns going pee and whatever i don't have a problem with using the same stall with your cousin your sister whatever i don't give a shit i've done that but they walk out and they're about to leave they're not going to wash your hands and at this point i am so upset with the world at large i'm like wash your hands you disgusting girls (laughs) and eden looks at me like i love you so much (laughs) and they're just all appalled and shocked and i walk out i was so upset and then that cursed red robin burger got its revenge yeah so people don't think that i'm more of a monster than i am i can i should say that veronica cannot and does not eat um leftover food so she got that to go knowing um that you know someone else yeah later I would never eat a leftover hamburger. <laughs> I live for that shit. I barely eat regular I love it because you're just not expecting it, and then you get it, and it's just a joy of joys. <laughs> when, when they made the... just it, It's just you know what I, You know what I do love? What? Leftover soup and salad. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like yard work. Well, on that note, I think that's time to wrap it up. I yeah. feel like we've been talking a lot and about absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. So, uh, good night. And if this is Rob and you're going on your 1 a.m. chicken check, we love you, buddy. If you find some onions, keep them away from me. <laughs> Done. I can't wait for you to open your Christmas stocking. No. No. It's going to be Red Robin Burger. Yeah. (laughs) Sculpted out of onions. No!